Bonjour et bienvenue à Collège Jeanne Sauvé. Today is school day 77. Please rise and wish that winter break was longer. Oh, please. Can't it just be one more week? Just one more week. I don't want to be back here. Welcome back from the break. I hope you've all had a nice, relaxing two weeks full of things that make you happy. Not filling your winter break with things that make you happy is punishable by creative writing. Such, such creative writing. So creative that it will drain your mind of all original thought as you pour out word after word onto the page. You will become a mindless vegetable, but the pure creativity of your writing will inspire many generations to come. What a wonderful legacy to leave behind. All students that did not fill their break with things that make them happy must report to the office immediately to begin their beautiful punishment. Personally, I had a wonderful break. My cousins came in from Montreal and Boston. I hired a dark web contractor to bring them to me without their knowledge. One minute they're being hauled into a windowless van and the next they're waking up in my basement. It's very efficient. I gave the contractor a 4 out of 5 rating on darkwebcontractors.com. The point off is because he accidentally stole one of my cousin's toenails. She didn't like that very much. She got kind of angry. She said it hurt. I don't really understand how that would hurt, but apparently it does. Anyways, after the cousins arrived and got over their confusion, we had a wonderful Christmas. Eventually, their families got concerned over their disappearance, so I knocked them out, packed them into shipping containers, and put them on a train back to their hometowns. It really was a great Christmas for me, and hopefully an equally great winter break for the rest of you, dear listeners. And now we're back here, at school. Students have varying opinions of this. In fact, several fistfights have already broken out between students who are glad to be back in their familiar routine, and students who would like the freedom of winter break to continue. As I speak, an angry mob is carrying a pro-school student towards the lava pit in room 221. Good to see that our peers know how to properly and respectfully coexist with people who don't share their opinions. As I'm sure many of you know, the grade 12 English exam is this week. The flickering creatures in the moat have put up signs saying, free 100%, just enter the moat. Instantly get five points on a written question, not clickbait. And you're going to fail this anyways. You won't pass English, you won't get accepted into universities, and you'll be stuck working at McDonald's for your whole life. Might as well make yourself useful and enter the moat. I must warn you once again to not fall for these beings' tricks. There is nothing for you in the moat except pain and death. We have already lost 21 grade 12s to the flickering beings' scam. Administration gave me explicit orders to prevent that number from getting any higher while still insisting that there is no moat. I don't really know what they want me to do here. They say don't let people enter the moat, but they also say don't let people know that there is a moat. I don't know, they're just weird and annoying. And on top of all that, they forbade me from leaving my studio until they fixed whatever happened to my bones this morning. It kinda sucks. So all I can do is warn you against making bad decisions. And we all know how futile it is to warn high schoolers against making bad decisions. Maybe they think I'll have more success since I'm your peer, so therefore I can peer pressure you into staying away from it. Peer pressure is powerful, I guess. 
I do remember being physically forced to eat bell peppers because of the power of peer pressure. It was terrible. Bell peppers are terrible. People who like bell peppers are also terrible. I've got my eye on you. <laughs> peppers. Hopefully the force of my peer pressure is strong enough to make a force field around the moat and stop people from entering it. Hopefully. I wish the best to all the grade 12s currently in English, including myself. Godspeed, grade 12s. Godspeed. The new school newspaper is doing... things. I'm not sure what type of things or when their first issue will even come out, but it's obvious that they are competing against me. Go back to the void from whence you came, newspaper club. I do a plenty good job reporting the news here. Just because I mispronounced Spirit Week as flamethrower competition that one time doesn't mean that I regularly give out inaccurate information. And choosing grilled cheese as a major is very relevant to students' lives. I don't know what you're thinking, newspaper club, but we clearly do not need you here. And with that, I will accurately and professionally take you to the news. There has been breaking news in the ongoing mysteriousness of the Ecolampiens. I don't think the newspaper club has any breaking news yet, but I do right here and I will tell it to you. It is that the samples of purple liquid that Mr. Johnson sent to Dakota for testing have returned. They appear to be made of distilled goodness. When Mr. Johnson questioned the spokesperson of the Ecolampiens, he said, well, I guess there's no point in keeping it a secret anymore. Yeah, the purple liquid is distilled goodness. It's the physical manifestation of the innate goodness of humans. We created most of it from our candy wrapper collecting campaign, because the people who were willing to put their candy wrappers in our recycling bin instead of the garbage were committing a small but pure act. We took the goodness out of that act and distilled it into the purple liquid. You caught us. Good job. When Mr. Johnson asked what the purple liquid will be used for, the spokesperson just reminded us that the Envirothon will be held in two weeks. I'm not sure if that's relevant to the purple liquid, or if the Ecolampians were just stalling, or if they like self-promotion and knew that I would report on this later. They're a cunning bunch, those Ecolampians. We still haven't figured out who they were talking to in that recording accident we played, but I'm sure it's nothing important. And now, sports. Basketball is happening. So is hockey. You know when your practices are, don't you? Are you sure? Is that really when your practices are? Who told you that? Your coach? Was that really your coach, or was it your coach's twin? Was your coach in black and white or in color? In color? Well, maybe they just did a really good job painting themselves. Douse your coach in paint thinner. Does the paint roll off their body in thick, gooey waves? Can you see your coach's muscles as the paint thinner peels away their skin? Are their organs becoming visible as the chemicals eat through their hard-earned muscles? Are their bones dissolving into jello? Is your coach melting into a puddle before your very eyes? Is this hard-working, talented person who put in so much time and effort to make you become a better person? Are they now just nothing more but a pile of organic goo on the floor before you, slowly seeping into the cracks between the tiles? Check the bottle in your hand. That wasn't paint thinner. That was acid! Your coach is dead! You don't know if that was their twin or the real one, but whoever it was, they're dead. You still don't know when your practices are, but take a wild guess and say that they won't be anytime soon. Good going there. This has been... Sports.
Dear listeners, apparently the newspaper club is doing a wellness article about exams. I don't know too much about it because people keep removing my listening devices. But I'm going to do my own anyways. Some newspaper club act not they're better than me just because I focus on positivity and not the all-consuming terror of existence. I can do a wellness bit too. Exams, huh? Exams are... Exams are terrible. We all hate them. Why do they exist? That's not positivity, is it? Um, positivity, positivity. I am positive that I don't want to take exams. Um, I am positive that nobody here actually enjoys exams. I am positive that exams are stressful. This is positive, right? Positivity? I've been saying the word positive a lot. Um, hmm, exams. People stay up, like, super late just to study for them. And they're wrecking their bodies and their minds and their souls and their hearts. And you know what? Sleep deprivation? Sleep deprivation? That's a word. That leads to a shorter lifespan. So exams are giving us shorter lifespans. They are killing us. In bio, we learned something. A Jane, no, an Alain Letal, Jane Letal, that's what it is. It's anything that causes your lifespan to to be lower than like it normally would have been. So I think that exams are kind of like that. They're not a Jane, but they're still letal. So exams are lethal and therefore should not exist. This is positivity right here. See, I am showing that I am positive about how exams are bad. And this has been wellness. There have been reports of students asking the Ecolampians for some of the purple liquid because they're going through a tough time right now and could really use some goodness. Just a little reminder that humanity is not all terrible. Please. Please! And every time, the Ecolampians gently but firmly tell the students that they need the purple liquid for a very important, possibly world-altering event. But if there's any leftover after, they'll be happy to share it. They also said to join the Envirothon team. And now, we have a message from the Soap Club. Triangles. Why are they like that? What use do they even have? All the angles in a triangle are always equal to 180 degrees. Why? Who decided that? Who invented triangles? They have no place in this society. We don't know what shape our planet is, but it is not a triangle. All triangles do is confuse us with trigonometry and intimidate us with their connection to the Illuminati. Well, I won't take it. I will not be complacent as the triangles manipulate us into submission. Rise up, CJS, rise and stand against the triangles. Rip up your trigonometry homework. Burn the pyramids. Show them that they are not welcome here. Together, we will destroy the triangles. This has been a message from the Soap Club. Some vigilant students have raised concerns about the construction. At the start of the school year, I said that the construction will be over in 2020, and that we're all going to die when it's finally completed. As it is now 2020, I understand why you would be concerned. However, construction is construction. As with every year, they have moved the estimated finishing date back by a year. They now say that it will be done in 2021. Perhaps they are right. Perhaps our doom is still closer than we would prefer it. But they're probably wrong. It is construction, after all. Construction's weird. Some other vigilant students have been asking about the radio room. 
After having received much psychological torture, memory alterations, and electric shock therapy, I can confidently say, What radio room? I don't know of any radio room. If there was a radio room, surely I would know about it. Maybe there is a radio room, but the administration doesn't want us to know about it. I wonder why. I should really investigate- Oh god, make it stop! I'll forget everything, I promise! I promise! I'll never think about it again, just make it stop, make it stop, please! No, I'm, I'm not going to talk about it, okay, I promise! Just stop! Stop! Ugh. What a killer headache all of a sudden, what just happened? Well, that was really weird. Okay, what were we talking about? Right, vigilant students. Honestly, you should stop that. Being vigilant is very dangerous. You might end up learning something you weren't supposed to, and you really don't want to face the consequences of that. Oh? What's that? Apparently the vigilant students aren't super observant with amazing memories like I thought. Apparently they just found recordings of my announcements online under the name CGS Announcements Archive. Huh. I wonder how that got there. It's also only my Wednesday announcements, because I guess the 40 minutes of forced noises I play every Tuesday during Eastlet aren't really that interesting. And neither are my Monday rants or Friday fajitas. I understand why Thinking Thursday isn't posted, because you need to be physically or spiritually present to hear my telepathy, but... Come on. And other things are interesting. You don't want to hear me rant about bell peppers on every Monday? Man. Some weirdos are on the internet, I guess. Who wouldn't want to hear a rant about bell peppers? And why is this on the internet at all? This is private school-related information. Who would even want to listen to this? The only reason I have any listeners at all is because the truancy laws force you to be here and listen to me. This is really weird. What an interesting development in my life. And now, we have an announcement from Madame Donnelly's keyboard improvisation class. Information on the purple liquid has just been revealed. The Ecolampiens have stated that the Envirothon will be their final collection of purple liquid, as the Envirothon is all about helping the environment, leaving plenty of ambient goodness in the atmosphere ready to be distilled. After that, they will have enough restorative energy to finally free- Ah, oh, come on. They found my listening device again. And they ripped it out. And they crushed it. <sighs> Why do people keep doing this? What do they have against me listening in on their private conversations? Their private thoughts are already being monitored by the brainwave scanners installed in every classroom. Nothing is private, guys. Oh, kids these days. Expecting to have the fundamental human right of privacy. They're so demanding. Anyways, rude obstruction aside, we now know that the Ecolympians will be collecting purple liquid at the Envirothon and then using it to free... Something. What is this something? Is it somehow connected to the Council of the Sun? Oh, 
Okay. Oh, God. They must have noticed me talking about them, dear listeners. A notice from the council just fell from my ceiling. It says, Do not get in the way of the Ecolimpiens. They are doing important work that will benefit us all. We will no longer need human sacrifices, and you will no longer be sacrificed. It's a win-win. Their club is dedicated to making the world a better place, and so it is that that they will do. The Envirothon is in two weeks. Attendance is mandatory. The notice is signed in blood. Well, dear listeners, I have to admit, it'll be pretty nice to not have to live with the constant fear of becoming a human sacrifice. That monthly draw to see who will get drugged, blindfolded, and dropped into the forest of the Sun Temple by helicopter has always been very stressful for us students. Also, we won't have to worry about the Council's elaborate traps anymore, like the moat and the pistachios. I think they're right, dear listeners. It really is a win-win. We still don't know how the Ecolympians will accomplish that, but they have the Council's favor, so we can trust that they'll be successful. We can blindly trust anyone that the Council favors, for the Council is all-powerful. We should be distrustful of everything, except that which the authorities tell us to trust. After all, they're authorities for a reason. If we let them run our lives, why not let them run our thoughts? It's shaping up to be a pretty eventful first week back. And I can imagine that things will only pick up as the month progresses. French Provincials, Math Provincials, Exam Week, and the Envirothon. Lots is happening. It can get overwhelming at times. Just take it one thing at a time. And together, we're gonna get through this month. Rest easy, CJS. You got this. C'est tout plaisance. Et passez une excellente journée. This episode was written, narrated, and produced by Madison Posthumus. Madame Donnelly's keyboard improvisation class was performed by Cameron Posthumus. Music is by Madison Posthumus and Dylan Mengesha. And that's all I need to credit, right? I don't have my usual credit script next to me. I, I think I covered everything. Yes. Awesome! Hey, um, yeah, first week back. Awesome. Don't die, please. And good luck on exams, everyone. Don't burn yourself out studying. Hey, next episode is the finale. So, woo! One season done! Yahoo! Awesome! This is, like, the longest thing I've ever actually written and done. And I'm totally not just killing time to get this episode to an acceptable length. Alright, have a good one and thanks for listening.